What's up, everyone? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Blake, welcome. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. I don't think I've ever had you on before, right? No, no, this is my first time. I'm a happy hour virgin. <laughs> Yay, I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> so we're talking about Orange County today, which is, uh, is it your personal favorite or no? It is. It's like the mothership for me, you know. Um, it, it's been a weird time to be an OC fan the past few years, but... Um, I can't deny that I am one. (laughs) And you are a Heather Dubrow fan, yes? I am, yeah. Can you see? I actually have my press for champagne button right behind me. (laughs) Oh my gosh, wait, where did you get that? I printed it. I just printed it out and put it in a frame. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, Wait, so you like just had her on, right? I did, yeah. I talked to her uh, last week, last Thursday. She was on my show um, to celebrate Pride Month and talk about you know, what it's like being the mom of um, three queer teenagers and what Pride Month means to her. And then obviously I had her spill a little tea on the upcoming season. So yeah, it was a really, really fun, fun time. Well, and that's probably like bucket list moment for you, right? I mean, I feel like because she's like your number one. Oh, 1000%. I can die happy now. Like I'm done. My podcast is over. There's nothing else for me to say. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, I, I got her to sign my jacket at BravoCon, which was really cool. It was like one of those quick little moments where I just like ran up to the stage and I was like shooting my shot and it happened. Yeah. So, and you know, she was awesome. I love her. She is just the best. She is so, so kind. She was so cool and nice, both on the mic and off the mic. Um, we've been emailing a little bit and yeah, I just like, I love her. She's everything. And I loved her before too. So like, you know, they say, don't meet your idols, but she did not disappoint. Like I, and and what's funny is I've had other podcast guests where like I've walked away from the interview being like, oh wow, like they're very different than what I thought they were going to be. Or I don't know, they left kind of a weird taste in my mouth, but um, you know, Heather, Heather left the best taste. It was just all like, it tasted like Vuv, you know? I love that. Um, (laughs) Do you think, okay, so do you think her return um, this time around is like, do you think she's any different than she was or is she pretty much the same? I think she's the same. I mean, Heather's Heather. And and the thing that I've always really loved about Heather is she has always known who she is and she's always very um, firm in that. And she doesn't flip flop. She's not someone who, um, you know, is is catering to the the fan base or to what the other housewives want she really is her own person and and i think she's very sure of herself um in a in a good way you know she knows who she is through and through i don't think she's any different i think when she came back for season 16 i think the show was different i think the vibe of the show had changed so much the casting was really different um so I'm excited for this season because I do think we will kind of have have the OC that we know and love. I think it will be more 
true to form, having her back with Tamara and Shannon and the appearances from Vicky. I think, you know, it'll really give us that that vibe of the OC that we know and love. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, do we know when Vicky comes in, by the way? Is she just on the trips or do we like do we know? I don't know. I, I know she does go on at least one of the trips. I don't even know if she's an official friend because she didn't get um a cast photo or anything like that, but they they didn't give anyone else cast photos besides the the main six, I believe it is. Um, so I don't know if she's a real friend or if she's just gonna come in for some guest appearances. I know there's at least one other woman who will be making appearances again i don't know if she's an official friend or just a guest i think at this point they'll just be guests because typically the friend ofs still are at the photo shoots they still get the cast bios and all of that so that's kind of my thought process on that but i don't know when vicky will rear her her ugly head i I say that with love i'm just thinking in my mind i'm thinking of that scene from the trailer at the end when she rears her ugly head (laughs) oh my gosh that was like like, the jump scare to end all jump scares (laughs) yeah it's just so funny and like i felt so bad for vicky too in that moment because i i know i think we all know how difficult it's been for vicky to not be on the show um we all saw her at BravoCon just like scowling the entire time so I'm sure she was really excited to be asked to come back in any capacity. And I'm sure she was really excited for the trailer to drop and for her to see herself in the show again. And I'm sure that that was not what she was expecting or what she was wanting. <laughs> yes, I completely agree. Um, <laughs> justice for Vicky. What What are your <laughs> thoughts on her? I mean, because she had kind of a crazy exit when she did leave. Are you excited yeah. that she's back? Not really? I or? mean, I... So I I pride myself on being someone where like I can enjoy a housewife like for being a housewife without necessarily liking them or thinking that they're like a good person. I think so many housewives fans and you know, I love you guys, you housewives fans, but a lot of them are just like so ride or die and they almost like dehumanize the housewives in a way where they make them like these godlike figures that can do no wrong. Like I'm talking to you tree huggers and um, I, I'm not one of those unless you're Heather Dubrow. So I feel like with Vicky, I can appreciate that she is great television and she is so funny, but I also know like in my heart, in my gut, in my head that she's a monster. So like, it's a difficult, you know, it's difficult for me. There were so many seasons that she was on where I I hated her. I wanted her off my screen. I just thought she was awful, like a truly awful person. But, you know, I got to admit, there's like something missing without Vicky. Like she is a part of this world. So, yeah, I'm excited to get her back. I think that, you know, adding, you know, little splashes of of the OG in here and there, it can't hurt, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I totally agree. It's, It's funny. I always like was so opposed to the idea of her being a friend, but now Mm -hmm. I feel like that would be just what like orange County would need in a sense. Like, I think just to see sprinkles of her here and there would be, you know, good. Um, and I mean, her, her energy on girls trip was very, I mean, like it, it was telling of like her experience on the show. Like, yeah, I agree. I also just think too, like towards the end of her run, her vibe changed and she seemed she seemed so angry and she seemed so like she she reminded mm-hmm. me a lot of like Mary Cosby. Remember Mary Cosby's 
third season or was it her second? I don't know. When the season she got fired and she was just like at every event, she was like, why am I even here? I don't want to be here. Why, what am I doing here? That's the vibe I got from Vicky her last couple seasons. So um, yeah, I mean, if she doesn't want to be there full time, we don't need her there full time, but like bring her in in doses. Right. Like I'm excited to see her in just like small doses this year. Um, I'm, I, 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 yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like I definitely respect my OGs, but, um, gosh, like, I mean, even with Jersey, what's going on right now, it's so hard to be a a tree hugger or whatever, a tree stump, whatever Margaret's called it. Tree stump. It's like, it's so, (laughs) I I can't justify her behavior like at all. It's hard. And Again, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to justify Melissa's behavior either. Like, I think they're all awful. You know, to my point, like, I can recognize it's entertaining TV, but think that these are, like, not, they're not great people. Like, I don't think anyone's watching Jersey and being like, wow, that Teresa, that Melissa, like, give them a, give them a Nobel Peace Prize. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the back and forth was what really frustrated me on the reunion. Um, But I mean... I don't know. Like, I, I just felt like Teresa had no argument. No. There was just nothing to come back to. And I was like, I don't understand how anybody's defending her right now. Yeah, I agree. And I actually felt like Melissa was was kind of in her prime, this reunion. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know who coached her, but she did really well. Um, and again, that's not to say I'm team Melissa. I'm actually team, like, I'm so fucking over this entire fight. <laughs> it's the same fight over and over again, but there's nothing new. It's just like you know, it's a cycle. And I think I, it's, it's funny to me how some of these fans are just so like, you know, well, Melissa wouldn't be here without this, you know, storyline of Melissa. It's like, yeah, we, we know that, but also like, um, Teresa has nothing to, there's no reason for Teresa to be mad at her at this point. I mean, it years have passed. I mean, the whole jail, like what she's saying, I think you guys turned me in. I mean, come on, really? Are we going to go back to that? Well, it's just such a lack of accountability, you know, blaming anyone but herself and her husband. Right. Um, and like, I don't know. I, I mean, you kind of nailed it. There's not really a point anymore. She's upset about things that are are so far in the past, whether it's her going away to camp, mm-hmm. quote unquote, or whether it's like why Melissa and Joe first came on the show. Like, who fucking cares at exactly. this point? You know, like it really doesn't matter to me. For sure. <laughs> Um, well, I know we talked about Jersey a little bit, but, um, circling back to orange County, um, I was going to ask you, um, so let's just talk about the premiere. Let's get into it. So what was your initial thoughts, um, on Tamara's return? What did you think about her return? Yeah, super excited. I love Tamara. I don't know if you're familiar, but me and Tamara have kind of like a sordid past in real life. But again, (laughs) like to my point, I can appreciate that she's great television like she is i mean even though she's not an og of the oc she feels like one and she just she feels so um like important to the housewives universe Mm -hmm. as a whole so having her back is exciting um i loved seeing her and heather together and it makes me sad that they're not going to maintain this friendship over the course of the season because i actually like love them as a duo i think those kind of really unlikely pairings like they're i mean it's literally like chateau dubrow meets trailer trash tammy and it's Mm -hmm. like the the best combination ever you know um so i'm I'm excited to see them back together i really like i i just love like those i love heather and tamra and shannon and then yeah like throw vicky in like that it just feels like 
like core OC, like OC in its prime. So I really liked having that vibe back again. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what Tamra brings. There were moments where I felt like she was definitely like, I don't know. You can tell she's been watching The Real Housewives and talking about it on a podcast for the past two or three years. Because even some of her confessional moments, I was like, oh, you've been studying, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I, I don't know. But I'm excited. I think it's a it's a new energy almost. Like, I'm excited that she's back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny that you mentioned, like, you know, um, the past that you have with her. Because every time she's on the... Because I listen to Two T's in a Pod religiously. And every time she's... On- yeah. So do I. I like. I like. No, hate I was listen. gonna say like. I actually. I enjoy it, and um, and I, I. I actually, you know, to tell the truth, like most of the time, I liked having like the balance between her and Teddy because I feel like they they bounce off of each mm-hmm. other because they're so different. But um, do you ever notice like yeah. whenever um, like Teddy, for example, is like, oh yes, yeah, so um, this account or whatever, like Queens of Bravo or whatever, um. I feel like whenever she mentions like an Instagram account, like Tammy's just uh, Tammy, <laughs> Tam, Tamra. I feel like she just kind of um, she's like, oh, I don't, I don't message blogs or I don't talk to blogs or whatever. I just think it's kind of funny how she's like has that relationship towards it. Now I always think of you now because of that. Well, she's a liar. <laughs> she's a bold faced liar. Like she's just such a liar. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and that's and that's like what our whole issue was is because. I started notice, noticing these things she was lying about. And I started noticing that she was like being a hypocrite and she was calling people out on things that she was then doing. And she just was like being kind of shady. And um, yeah, and I called her out and she didn't like it. And and for her to say that she doesn't talk to bloggers or, or Instagrammers or whatever, I mean, she doesn't, I haven't spoken to her in a year and a half, but she still talks to a lot of people. And mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. And she always did. And when she was off the show, she was bitter Betty and she was, I, I talked to her almost every day for a period of like five months. Um, we, we watched president Biden's inauguration together, not like in person together, but we were like talking the entire time, like texting each other about, about like, uh, like lady Gaga's performance, all of it, you know? Um, and she would, she would say the nastiest shit to me about all of these other housewives. I saved every single message she sent me because I knew she was going to, she deleted all of them before she blocked me, which I knew she was going to do. So I screenshotted all of them. I have them in the vault, but she is as fake and as phony as they come. I mean, during that time, she was telling me things and asking me to tweet them out to try and shape the narrative of what was happening. And she wasn't even on the show anymore. So yeah. One, I think, yeah, I mean, you said it because she was just in that weird space where she was like a bitter Betty after getting yeah. fired. And I mean, yeah, like, I mean, I would be too, I think. Um, but yeah, I just think it's funny because whenever I listen to Two Teas in a Pod, I'm always like, I feel like this is not true or, not. you know, because t- Teddy's very transparent. She's like, I talked to, you know, Christian Snow and this is what yeah. he had to say or what. And, and I don't think there's anything wrong with them talking to us because, I mean, to be honest, we're on social media a lot more than they are. Right. So, well, Teddy's on Twitter I mean, a lot. I will sense. say that. But I, I mean, oh, is she? She is. She responds to every negative tweet about her and she finds them too. Like, I'm someone I do not tag 
any celebrity or Bravo celebrity in a negative tweet. I'm just, I'm not about that life. I'll tag them in a positive mm -hmm. one all day, but like, I'm not here to bully. I don't go into their comments and say nasty stuff, but I'll post my own opinion. You know, um, she, yeah. she searches her name and she has found tweets that I've tweeted where like, she wasn't tagged. No one tagged her. No, you know, um, so she's scouring the internet and she responds to everything. But with that said, to your point, you know, there's always been this kind of narrative that like Teddy needs to just like Teddy the gnat needs to fly away <laughs> or she just needs to like, you know, <laughs> crawl back into whatever little hive she came out of. I disagree with that. I actually, you know, like you, I listen to the podcast and I don't, I, I mean, I kind of joked that I hate listen. I, I don't hate them. I don't really ever mm -hmm. agree with them. But the reason why I listen and the reason why I don't think that Teddy should just crawl away is because she does have a really interesting perspective. Both of them do, you know, they are people who lived this, this experience, you know, and they know so many of these women and they have such a different insight. And I think that there is something to be shared and um, there's something about that that is really unique and special. And so why not talk about this, I mean, again, if we're all going to sit around and talk about it and have podcasts about it and tweet about it, why can't someone who actually lived it, you know? So I, I don't begrudge her for doing her podcast at all. Um, I, I do think she's annoying, but like, I, yeah, get, get your paycheck girl. Totally. And I mean, she can be annoying, but I have to say like, there is some moments where like, she'll be talking about somebody on a housewife show. Like for example, like, you know, with Teresa, like, I just love that Teddy is so like, I'm so sick of Teresa enough. Like I can't handle her. Like, it's just funny how she's not afraid to say whatever she's going to say. And I like that. True. She is very, she's very brazen in what she says, but what I don't like about her is that she still tries to play it off. Like she has no biases at all. And that's oh, what frustrates well, yes. me. Like just own it and be like, yeah, I met Teresa and I think she's a bitch. And so I don't like her, you know, same with how every, every time she's, recapping Beverly Hills, she just has these like, I mean, it, she's just very, very biased, which I understand because again, she knows these women in real life. So if anyone's going to have a reason to be biased, it's her, but just own that and be like, yeah, like Sutton, Sutton and I don't get along. I hate her. So don't expect me to say anything nice about her, but she tries to act like she's neutral and she's not. Oh yeah. The, uh, the Beverly Hills recaps were like, so they were really painful to listen to. And I think Tamara did so a, hard. Like Tamara did a good job of being like, Teddy, you're really best friends with Kyle. So you can't say, you know, this or whatever. So totally. I, I thought that that was good, but I was like, Oh my gosh, I think they need to find somebody else to help. It's really, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just really hard, you know? And again, it's understandable if you're friends with them, I get it. But like, it's hard for us to be able to listen to you be so biased if you're not going to own that bias and be like, I, I would have no problem with you like shit talking Sutton all day. If you were forthright and like, yeah, like I, these are this, the instances we had off camera and this is why I don't like her. And this is why everything she does on the show pisses me off. Like that'd be really interesting, you know? Um, and I actually think that's why it's good that Tamara won't be recapping orange County on the twats. Although I don't know if you listened this week um, I did. Teddy had Cynthia Bailey on mm -hmm. and it was also extremely difficult because neither one of them has ever seen a fucking episode of the show. And so <laughs> like they're, they, they literally don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And that's so hard as someone who's watched for 16 years for them to like, not know any of the history. Like this is the mothership bitch. This is orange fucking County. Like you've never heard of Coto de Casa. What? Like it's, 
It's insane. And and I get why Teddy wanted to have Cynthia on because they're friends and it's like a kiki. But find someone who's watched a damn episode before. Like, come on. I know. I was going to say, I was I was expecting like a, you know, an, uh, an alum of uh, Orange County. Um, that would have been great. I actually thought it would have been kind of fabulous, though, like if Vicky was doing the recap with... Um, Oh my Teddy. God. What a missed opportunity right there. That would have been great. That I mean, honestly, that would have been great. But Vicky hates Teddy, so it wouldn't happen. You know who she could have gotten? You know who she really could have gotten? Megan King. Because Megan's been on their podcast mm-hmm. before. And Megan, who I also love, she's been on my show. I talk to her regularly. She's very sweet. But let's call a spade a spade. She's desperate. She would do it in a heartbeat. She totally. Was, she, I think every season since she's been off Orange County, she's called Andy and asked to be brought back. Which again, no shade there. I'd fucking do the same thing. Like I want to. I'd be. I'd be begging to be on that show too. And this is what I say about back to New Jersey. This is what I always say about the like Teresa and Melissa fight about how they came on the show and all that and blah blah blah. And it's like. Bitch, if if my brother-in-law got a TV show and didn't invite me on it, like, I'd be, A of all, I'd be doing everything in my power to get on it because, like, hello, I deserve to be on TV. But B of all, I'd be so pissed at you for, like, not including me in that, you know? Like, right. I absolutely would be just like Megan King calling Andy every day being like, you miss me yet? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, and I actually feel like she brought, like, a good, I mean, to me, she brings, like, Gina energy to me. Yeah, she was great. So under so underrated. I mean, single-handedly uncovering a cancer scam, which in my opinion, I think that the Brooks cancer scam for better or worse kind of like set the housewives into the new course that it is now with like legal scandals and like arrests and all of this shit. It was kind of it totally. was kind of like I mean, I guess that and Teresa being arrested. Um, those were kind of the first big, like, holy shit, this is not just a show. Like, this is having real-world implications. And then Jen Shaw's like, um, step aside. I know, right? <laughs> it's my oh, turn. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hold my purse. Um, no, but it's it's funny. I mean, Megan King gets overlooked, and she came in. I think about it. She was, like, 33 when she came on that show and Vicky was in her mid fifties. That's crazy. I can't imagine sitting down with like one of my mom's friends and calling her an old lady and accusing her of lying about cancer. Like, can you imagine the balls that it takes? Megan King was a fucking MVP. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I agree. And, um, uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you your thoughts on Kelly Dodd, but, um, Oh, I feel- smelly dud. We don't talk about her. She is one of the most vile, disgusting, low base bullshit pieces of trash I have ever watched on TV. I hate her. I hate her. I hate her. Speaking of like shit that trickles out into the <laughs> real world, that that's my problem with her. Like, here's my thing. Like, there are a lot of horrible housewives. There are a lot of racist housewives. There are a lot of homophobic housewives. We don't watch reality TV because these are perfect people. In fact, like reality TV kind of was created as a voyeuristic view into like the lives of people that are unlike us. You know, like I don't want to just watch people like me on TV. I like want to see like, you know, the craziness, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything. However, the issue is when it starts trickling out into the real world. You know, it's not just about them doing stuff and saying stuff on TV. It's about their actions, you know, going out and them affecting people and them making statements that have negative impact on people's lives and them champion championing for like hatred and just all of this shit. 
Um, there's no excuse. There's no coming back from that for me. Kelly Dodd can rotten hail. <laughs> rotten hail. Quote Brittany Cartwright. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm on the brim. I am on the brim, AJ. <laughs> With Kelly, like, she she just won't go away either. I know. Like, it's I like, hate her so much. Like, talk about a gnat that needs to be swat. She really is so yeah. fucking awful and horrible. And she's one of those people who, like, I really don't get it. But she, you can just tell that everything she does and says is like for the shock value. And that's not to say she doesn't believe it because I do think she is like a truly disgusting, gross person at heart. And she believes everything that she says, but a normal person would like see the negative response, see the backlash and just be like, okay, maybe I don't need to like keep shouting this into the ether. I can just like talk about this at like my like weekly Nazi book club meeting, you know, whatever. But (laughs) you don't like, she doesn't get it. And she keeps saying it because she loves the, the negative attention and that's a major character flaw. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I, I, she has a long list of character flaws, but that's among them. You know, what's so funny about Kelly is like, I shamelessly, you know, when she got fired, I, I did want to have her on my podcast. And just because I wanted to get like her point of view and, yeah. you know, I mean, selfishly, you right. know, you know, we're both journalists, right? So For it's sure. like, um, so I did want to have her on. And um, Rick responded to the email and said that they are focused on their own podcast and they cannot do any appearances. Uh, And I just thought that that was like the weirdest, you know, like sometimes you get like these responses that are just like, oh, you know, we have to pass right now. uh, But thank you for the opportunity. And I just thought that was like the weirdest thing. I was like, is like, is that like a real business move or is that just like? Uh, like a dick way of saying, I don't want to come onto your podcast. And I was just like, okay, I'm never asking them ever again. <laughs> I think everything that they say or do is like a dick way of saying or doing it. <laughs> like, I don't think anything that they do in their lives is done like the nice or kind or normal way. I mean, even look at like the way that they talk about his daughter. Like, it's just, it's so gross. It's so nasty. And here's the thing. I'm going to bring it back to my my babe, Heather Dubrow. This is what I always say about Heather is like, she, I, I understand why people might be put off by her. Like, I get it. She's not everyone's cup of tea. She is the way she talks and all of it. Like, I get how people could feel like she's pretentious or condescending. I'm kind of the same way. So I get it. But <laughs> the thing I always say about her is like, she has never gone below the belt or gone for the jugular in the way that the rest of these ladies have on this show. I mean, Tamara, Vicky, Kelly, Shannon, like all of them have gone so low. I mean, maybe not Shannon. Shannon's not, she's just kind of crazy, but the rest of them, they've said things (laughs) about each other's husbands, about each other's kids, about each other's businesses. They call, they call each other out of their name. They call each other pigs. They call each other the see you next Tuesday, like all of those things, which is something Heather Dubrow has never, ever, ever done. And yet she somehow is like the villain of this show. And like all of these other ladies have like always been able to kind of come back to each other and like have these like really like, uh, like intertwined friendships where they have so much fun and do all this fun stuff together. And I'm like, she just called you a pig. Like, how is that? Okay. But like you, you can't stand Heather because she like told you that you like use that word incorrectly in a sentence. Like it boggles my mind. It's a weird thing about Orange County where they go so below the belt and they're able to find their way back to each other. But somehow Heather is just like out of the, out of the loop. And I think it's because she's just like so above them all. I, that's what I have to think. (laughs) 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel like Heather just kind of like she's one of those housewives that like stands above the other housewives in a way Mm -hmm. where like, you know, like she doesn't go into the bubble of like all the normal things that we would find in a housewife. Right. And, um, that's what I think I like, like works about her and, um, and like her position on the show. How do you feel about Shannon though? I really want to know. I love Shannon. I do. And Shannon's someone again, for me, how I can like kind of the, the, like the opposite of what I was saying before, where like, I, you know, some of the housewives, I really dislike them, but I like enjoy them on the show. Shannon's kind of the opposite. Like I, I love Shannon. and I think she's a really great person probably in real life. And I think she's really funny, but the things she does on the show drive me crazy. And I'm constantly like, on I'm I'm constantly on the opposition against her like I'm never on her side on the show and I historically never really have been but I love her um even when she and Heather go up against each other I obviously I'm like team Heather but I like still really like Shannon I'm you know I'm not someone who is gonna just like all of a sudden hate Shannon because she and Heather are fighting this season you know I I think Shannon is really funny and I also do think that she has become a, a very important staple on Orange County. And I think she gets overlooked. I think people don't think of her as being as um, integral as she is. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like, I don't know if you can help me out with this, but there's something. So I like her position on the show and I respect her position on the show, but there's something about her as a housewife that I just don't like, and I can't figure out what it is. <sighs> Like, does yeah, that make I sense? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> th- I feel that way about almost all of the housewives. There's like, th- yeah, things <laughs> where I'm just like, what is it about you that's so terrible? And I don't know if we'll ever know the answers to that, AJ. But yeah, for me with, with Shannon, like, and this might be maybe why you, maybe this is the things that you don't like about her are the things that I do or what. But like something about Shannon that sets her apart is that she is, she came on the show. She's almost, she almost has had like a little bit of like a a Countess Luann like trajectory in the sense that she came on as this super buttoned up, like Betty Crocker, Stepford wife, like, you know, life is perfect. Um, And then very quickly, like, I mean, Shannon's tagline this year is about taking tequila shots, you know? And so she, she very, right. very quickly diverted into, like, the kind of wild, crazy, erratic party girl. And that's what happened with Countess Luann, too. So obviously they're, like, very different personality-wise. But I think that same kind of thing happened. Like, the Shannon that that we got in the beginning and this whole persona that she was in this big, beautiful, like, very old-style house and all of that... Um, to the Shannon we have now, it's like, it, it almost feels like a different person, you know? And I mean, she looks completely yeah. different too. So sometimes I find myself thinking like, where did you come from? Like who, where, who, I don't remember you, you know? Totally. Yeah. Um, okay. And then going back to Heather, I know we're jumping around. No, let's, but, um, I, all I want to talk about is Heather. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Um, so I feel like with, um, so I'm I'm so happy that Heather's back on Orange County, but um, with her selling her house, like where do we think that that leaves her? Like, is she because I know she moves or like she has her penthouse apartment now in Beverly Hills? Like, where is that? Do you see her moving cities or is she staying? I I actually don't. I think she's gonna stay in the OC. I think um I think they'll probably you know over the next few months at some point they'll probably buy a place in Orange County a smaller place and then kind of go back and forth. 
But I mean, realistically, even if she did live in LA, like, yes, it would be weird in the sense of like, we all would know that she doesn't live in Orange County. So there would be that. But like, actual distance wise, like, she could live in LA and and drive down to, you know, Huntington Beach or Anaheim or even Newport in like, an hour, hour 15. Mm -hmm. And this is actually something I talked with Heather about on my podcast, like, Orange County is huge. So like where Shannon lives to where Tamara lives, that's also like a 45 minute drive. So like logistically, she could live in LA and film in Orange County and make it work. Um, I think it would just for us, it would be weird knowing like, oh, well, she's not in L or she's not in Orange County, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think she'll switch shows. I don't. I, I just think I mean, I think she would actually do really well on Beverly Hills. And I think that that would actually be kind of a fun and interesting thing to watch like i could totally see heather and like crystal and garcelle hanging out like i think that would be really fun but i just don't i don't think bravo would do it i think you know to to your point and obviously to to my point heather is such an important staple on orange mm -hmm. county and she does bring such a unique fancy flavor i don't think they'll they want to lose that who do you think like she would clash with the most on the current cast of Beverly Hills? Do you think Erica? Um, huh. I actually, I, I, it's hard to say because I'm like, Heather's so likable. I just think she, everyone would like her. And I, I do think Heather is like a lot more fun than people give her credit for. And so I do think she and Erica could have some fun, like go dancing and like have some fun moments. I, you know, sometimes it's really surprising. Like the people we don't think are going to get along, get along smashingly and vice versa. Um, I'm trying to think of the cat. Oh, well, you know who it would be. It would be the new Beverly Hills uh, housewife for this upcoming season who is allegedly um, anti-trans. Oh, so that's who that's going to be kind of a problem. With. Yes, and it, it apparently has been. Wow, problem. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to dive into that when we see it. Yeah, so that, yeah, yeah, so that it's what we have to look forward wow. to. Um, okay, well, um, but yeah, I, I don't know why. I like I picture her kind of clashing with like Erica in a way. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I could see Erica kind of clashes with everyone. Um, I could also see maybe like, here's the, I could see Heather and Sutton either being like best, best buddies and like totally understanding each other. Or I could see them like really, really butting heads kind of how um, Sutton and Crystal did in mm -hmm. the beginning, because Sutton and Heather are very similar in a lot of ways. They're like kind of buttoned up and old fashioned and, and all that, but they're also very different. Like, Sutton is like Southern conservative and Heather is like New York Jew. So mm -hmm. I could all, I could see those things, you know, being um, conflicting as well. Mm -hmm. Also for the record, I'm allowed to say Jew because I'm Jewish. <laughs> I just have to put that. It's okay. Out. I don't think anyone's <laughs> coming after you. So you're good. <laughs> I get people come after me for everything. It's like really. Okay. Really Can I just say though, I saw on Instagram like the other day, um, I think you had posted it. Like somebody was like, um, how, how come we don't have like a, or recognition for like the veterans or whatever. And you were just like, you were just oh, like, yeah. yeah. So May is actually veterans month. But, um, since you like know so much about, veterans. yeah, they're trying to be like, wow, the gays get a whole month and we only get one day for the veterans. And I was like, bitch, May is actually military appreciation month. So they have a day plus an entire month. And the fact that you're sitting here screaming at me and you don't know this, 
Like, fuck I was off. just like, wow, Blake for the win. <laughs> people are so stupid. People come at me all the time, and I don't mean to sound like Ariana Maddox here, but I'm the smartest fucking person <laughs> I've ever met. So don't don't come at me. Like, literally, I think a lot of times they're shocked at a how quickly I respond because like I have my notifications turned on, and b how quickly I can come up with a re- response that is just going to like rip their argument to shreds. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's fun, I guess. <laughs> some days, some days it's a lot. I was going to say like, have you seen my Instagram bio? I literally have y'all in the comment section are wild. Cause like literally every it's... comment section of every housewives thing is ev- like, just so wild and it's crazy. It's too much. It's a lot. And like, <sighs> I don't know. My thing, it's it's like what I said before. Like, I don't go, I don't tag the housewives in negative stuff. I don't go comment on their posts. Like, I'm not in, you know, like Kelly Dodd's comment section calling her trash. I'm here on your podcast or my podcast yeah. doing it, you know? <laughs> um, sa- same thing. Like, I'm allowed to have my opinions on my social media pages. Like, yes, I get that it's a public forum, but like, I don't feel the need if I see someone that's tweeted or posted something that I don't agree with. I'm not immediately going to comment and be like, you're wrong because I think so. Like I just keep on scrolling until I find the stuff that I do agree with. And then I double tap it, you know, this weird like need to, to try and like change people's minds on the internet, especially about fucking reality TV. Like you're not going to change my mind. And especially not by like screaming at me and cussing me out and like calling me ugly, you know, that's, it's, (laughs) I'm, I don't know. There are better ways to, to like go about making your point. I totally agree. There's a lot of talk about Tamra and her, her position on the show this year being kind of like, not heavy, but like a lot, if that makes sense. And so she goes up against everyone. Yeah. So how, how do we feel about that? Cause I know a lot of people were like really wishing that she came back and I, for one, I'm excited for that because I feel like she's going to be holding people accountable for what they say and do. But I don't know. Some people have differing opinions. I mean, here's the thing. I think it's good. I think, you know, we're going to get Tamara, the Tamara that we know and love, which is like shit stirrer. And that is kind of her personality. And, and that's great. Um, but I do think, you know, she is coming in really hot and she's coming in with like two, three years of like pent up frustration and anger. And I think there is something to be said about like, you know, Heather left the show for five years and she didn't talk about it. She wasn't like bitching and complaining. And when she came back, she was just like, yeah, I'm back. Like, it's no big deal, you know? So I think while I understand that Tamara's coming in with like, you know, she's got stuff she wants to say and all of that. But at the same time, like I think she could have used the, the two or three years to just like let stuff go. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not, not looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I feel like just because she has her own podcast, like she's been so, I mean, I guess Heather does too, but Heather doesn't really talk about housewives on her podcast too much. She, yeah. She, Heather never talks about the housewives on her podcast. In fact, last season was the only time she's ever, recapped the show on her podcast and i asked her when i talked to her if she was planning on doing that again and she's not oh interesting okay um how do we feel about the new wife that we were interested in introduced to jennifer (laughs) yeah jen pedranti i like her i mean she feels very oc she's very you know blonde and tan and fake boobs and all that um when they showed the the picture of like oklahoma jen next to OC Jen. I was like, wow, that's, you look like a completely different person. <laughs> um, 
But no, I think she's going to, I mean, it's so hard to say after one episode. And like, there are so many casting misses. I feel like we've had so many misses in the past that like odds are it'll be a hit. Mm. I don't know. Like, I hope. She's, I, I, I like her. Um, it's interesting, you know, knowing that she comes in as a friend of Tamara, but like that quickly unravels. Um, you know, we saw in the trailer, Tamara like throws a napkin in her face and all that. So I'm excited <laughs> to see that. I'm excited to see like, you know, are the ladies going to accuse her of cheating on her former husband? How's that going to play out? I mean, it all seems far more interesting to me than Dr. Jen from last year. So yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> The napkin throw like is already so iconic and I love it already. And we haven't even seen like the context, but like what a bitch move. I mean, that's my thing about Tamara. She is such a whiny little crybaby. She really is. <laughs> um, even like, you know, when she and I got into her thing, I like said some things on my podcast and I did not, I was not out of line. I did not say anything that wasn't the truth. And the way she responded to me was as if I had like, is this as if I killed Bronx, her dog, mm-hmm which I didn't for the record. <laughs> um, and so that's my thing is like, she's so whiny. She, she acts like such a little victim all the time, but like, she's such a bitch. <laughs> like you're, throw. you're the biggest bitch of them all, <laughs> which is fine. But then don't like cry when anyone else meets you on your level. Right. Well, and that's why I think she's been saying so hard on two T's. Like you guys are going to be so, you know, like you guys are going to get annoyed with me this season. And it's like, it's interesting that she has that kind of reflection after filming, you know, cause I mean, yeah. there's still the reunion to film. So what's she going to say at the reunion? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It'll definitely be interesting. Um, so are you going to BravoCon? I want to so bad. And so I don't know if you are aware, but I'm actually having babies I know, that's in so a month or two. Yeah. Thank you. So I just don't know how, how nice it would be for me to like abandon my husband with our twin infants um or twin fins uh yeah after like when they're like two months old i don't know maybe we can take a family trip to vegas we'll see i like really wasn't planning on it um when we found out about the twins uh but then when i was talking to heather she like asked if i was going and i i immediately said no but the context of how she asked I'm like 95% sure that she was going to ask me to hang out if I was there. Like, I think she was setting it up to be like, oh, are you going to be at BravoCon? Like, we should get together. You have to go. So now I'm kicking myself for saying no. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Maybe I'll just go to hang out with Heather. We'll see. Have some goat cheese balls. Yes. By the way, the goat cheese balls are worth the hype, I will say. I've been to every Vanderpump restaurant. Um, I mean, I used to live in LA, so we would go to Sur often, but I was actually in in LA in February and we did like the whole Vanderpump Vanderpump restaurant tour. We did Tom Tom and uh, Pump and we walked by Sur and all of them. So the food at Tom Tom is really, really good. I've got oh, to say. Okay. Um, highly recommend. We did not go to, to Schwartz and Sweaty's. Um, didn't try the lobster corn dog. Although I... It seems like very polarizing, this lobster corn dog. I think it sounds interesting. I would give it a try. <laughs> the lobster corn dog. I don't know that I'm Some people think it sounds disgusting, but I'm like, oh, lobster, yum. Corn dog, yum. I was gonna say I like lobster, but corn dogs, no. So I don't know. Okay. Um go. well, I'll try it and I'll let you for know. For sure. Um <laughs> so um one final question. Um, do you think we're going to get any songs on Orange County this year, considering the song that we got last year? <laughs> oh my God. 
I hope so. OC Reels is like my favorite band. I hear they're playing at Coachella next year. Um, no, I fucking love that. And like, this is that. That's also like I love as much as I love the drama on these shows. I also love the the friendships and like the fun, silly moments. And I love like Shannon and Heather's friendship. And like again, like I said, I love like when Tamara gets in there and is friends with Heather. And like seeing Shannon and Heather form this band and like know, knowing especially like Shannon, how into everything she gets and the costumes and all of that. And then knowing that Heather is like a performer and a singer and all that. I just, I loved it. And I just felt like it was such a cute way to end the season. Um, I know every, people think that it was just like crazy and ridiculous and stupid, but I, I, <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was so cute. And what is the song? I do whatever I want whenever With I want. No it's a bop. It's a fucking hit. Whether you want to admit it or not. Top of the well, chart. Yeah, I mean, it's written by Richard Marks, right? So, I mean, it's got to be pretty good. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Um, it's so good. I'm going to, as soon as we get off this call, I'm going to be like, Alexa, please play OC Reels. <laughs> it needs to be on Spotify and Apple Music and everything. So, <laughs> I know. It really does. Um, well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Do you have any final thoughts on anything? Just that um, in case you weren't aware, I love Heather Dubrow. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's shocking. <laughs> Breaking news, people. Also, where can we get one of those really cool hats that you're wearing? Oh, yeah. So my hat, it's uh, from my merch line. We also have shirts and sweaters. Um, so go to blondehairblackheart.com. Uh, join the Blackheart Club. Um, I've got to say the hat, super cool. It has a black heart on the front and then on the side it says Black Heart Club. Um, all of our shirts and hoodies have little black hearts on them and they say Black Heart Club on the back. Um, and the hoodies are, it's literally like the softest fucking hoodie I've ever worn. I so, love that. Highly recommend. I want one so bad. I gotta, I gotta buy some. You know where to go on blonde hair. Yes. Well, I usually always wear a hat, so I should probably get a hat because I definitely wear it at yeah. BravoCon. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> well, and if we, if, yes, if I'm at BravoCon, I expect like the Black Heart Club to be rolling deep in our merch. Um, I also have merch that says Lisa Rinna blocked me. I need so, that. So <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of, a lot of people can relate. So that's yes, all Yes, for sure. I definitely need that. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on, Blake. It was so much fun. Thank you for having me. This was yeah, so fun. Anytime you want to come on, you are more than welcome. Awesome. Well, then I'll see you tomorrow. All right. See you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe so you know when I drop a new episode. Follow me on Instagram at Housewives Happy Hour for updates on the podcast and the latest news regarding all things Housewives. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.